Welcome to Let's Talk Ed. I'm Chris Ford, and we are talking this week about what makes a class unique. And you see classes, entry-level classes especially, the intro classes, they're basically going to be the same material all across the board, regardless of where you take that class. So, Dr. Zahi Atala, what makes a class unique? Well, it depends on the person and depends on the class. And, and the uniqueness is uh, the, in the teacher and in the material delivery. Because as you said, the meat, the, the background is, is going to be universal, especially when we're talking about the staple courses, right? Composition or, or literature or, or, or history. I hope we're not rewriting history. Uh, so that's, that should be somewhat uniform, right? This is how we can transfer across institutions. But it's in our delivery, how we package it, how we put our personal experiences and opinions, how we can exemplify to the students. And it's also, I think, different based on the students that we have in the classroom, right? I don't think two sections of the same class running, you know, in the same term should be identical because the students are not. Right. And, you know, I think a lot of it comes down to how you're putting together your assignments. Uh, so, you know, for example, uh, when I was in college, there was uh, an entry level, essentially composition type class. Uh, it wasn't called that, but basically every first year student had to take it. And the professor that I got really had us focus more on pop culture. Uh, so we're still doing writing. Um, we are still uh, doing research and all of that, except we're writing about pop culture type things, things that are very relevant to the students. Uh, one of my friends took the class at the same time and, and literally was writing about Shakespeare and hated every moment of that required class. So, you know, finding a way to teach the same kinds of materials, get the same learning outcomes in there, but in a unique way, I think it's really important to engage the students. Absolutely. So the question to be asked at the beginning by the by the instructor as uh, they're planning it is what are we trying to achieve? If we're trying to achieve rote memorization, if we're trying to achieve a homogeneous uh, population uh, of automated robots, then let's teach the same thing the same way and expect a, a different result. Whereas in reality, and we discussed it when we talked about competency-based education, we learn differently. We learn differently depending on the topic, depending on the day, depending on the situation. So let's have the individual know what the learning is going to be, but the way they achieve it is representative of who they are and how they achieve it. Similarly, the instructor, we know what we need the, the student to leave with. So why don't we do it in a way that, that provides that uh, individual student with, with what she or he needs? Uh, then it becomes unique. You know, if we talk about our experiences, it doesn't matter what the topic is, you know, how you understand the, this historical event 
or how you perceive it and you engage your students in a conversation becomes far more instructional than the example you gave a few weeks ago of that comparative religion class where they were interested in the year where things happened and and particular uh, f uh, finite uh, information yeah and you know it's it's not the way you engage students and when we talked about engaging students like that's the key if you want them to learn in the class and take something away that's the key you know here i am uh you know almost 25 years later and those assignments still stand out to me um you know i had another assignment where uh, I had the opportunity to interview a World War II veteran. And, you know, I got to hear firsthand stories about him going on bombing missions over Europe. Uh, I learned more in that than I probably would have learned if I went in and read a bunch of books or articles about World War II. All those things are out there. Uh, but here I am experiencing this firsthand knowledge. And, uh, you know, on top of that, I got the experience of, you know, doing that one-on-one -on -one interview with somebody, learning those sorts of skills. So it goes beyond, in that case, just learning about the history of, you know, of World War II, but also getting that interpersonal communication in there. Uh, you know, not to mention there was a report that had to be written after the fact. Uh, so for me, when I got into my career as a journalist initially, those skills helped me, even though that was not a journalism class. Yes, absolutely. As you're speaking, I was reflecting on, on uh, some of the conversations we've had and some of the readings I have done. Uh, over a hundred years ago, John Dewey spoke about uh, education uh, in the larger context, but he also focused on on particulars. And he spoke about the learning happening from that reflection. So, if it's a question of multiple choice, uh, yes, you can get the right answers. But in reality, are you reflecting? So does that make this class unique? We talk greatly about the students who cram in the night before, come in, take the exam, and the moment that exam is, is uh, done with, they have forgotten much of, of everything. So then is that class unique? Has the learning happened? Uh, I go back to the original standpoint of, of the instructor. I think... Um, to you to use the uh, an example from from uh, Rawls and say the veil of ignorance right assume that everybody's going to approach it not knowing you know what the outcome is going to be and but knowing knowing that this is the finality sort the individuals together it it helps create a sense of learning and cohesion you know something we learn in in kindergarten is learn from one another and now in college a big thing is active learning you know that should be second nature we should have the students working together because me standing at the board and and 
verbalizing knowledge is not necessarily the best way for every single student, every single lecture to learn the material and contextualize it and, and really achieve the learning that we're aspiring for or to. Well, and, and, putting, and putting on my marketing hat too for a minute, a big part of what attracts students to colleges is the experience that they are expecting. And, you know, down the road, we want them to have a memorable experience in college uh, because our students are some of our best marketers uh, because they're going to go back. They're going to tell their friends, you know, I got to do this cool thing in class or, or whatever. They're not going to talk about, yes, I got to take a multiple choice you know, test where I chose 1492, blah, blah, blah. They want to talk about the really neat things that they've done. Uh, you know, obviously there's a whole other component with student life to that, but uh, so some of being unique is also about making those memorable experiences and, and elevating that college experience. Yes, and thinking about learning not just happening we, uh, you know, in those 50 minutes, we have the students in front of us thinking about the learning again in, in, in the same vein of what you said. So I don't see it necessarily being prohibitive to have an English instructor and a history and a sociology instructor working on a common project, right? It can be contextualized to each of those areas, but that's how learning happens and having their students working together goodness forbid you know what we tend to do is 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 run things through a a uh, uh, cheating uh, algorithm to make sure that the individual hasn't uh, uh, stolen it or hasn't used somebody else's plagiarism at the same time we know that that's a growing segment of the market there are companies that offer those services writing up your papers so um and in the real world, we're trying to push for people to work together, to collaborate. Yet in, in, in classroom, we're trying to separate those. So what makes a class unique is, is going to be, well, circumstantial, but it, it also is the instructor feeling that they have control. It's not controlled by a corner office. Absolutely. So we've been talking about what makes uh, a, a class, an instructor, a college unique. If you enjoy discussions like this, be sure and like our channel right here on YouTube, ring the bell, uh, and you will get notifications when we post new content. And of course, we are available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. So for Dr. Zahi Atala, and Loki, who just joined me on screen. I'm Chris Ford. We'll see you next time on Let's Talk Ed.